0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Now, hey, welcome. Sorry for the delay there. This is the, uh, my new inner circle Coaching calls. The reason I am uh, I changed the name. So this used to be the Simple Lease Options Premium Coaching Calls, or just the Joe's Lease Option Coaching Calls. I've changed the name now. It's going to be called Joe McCall Inner Circle because that sounds fancier. And so these are my brand new Inner Circle Coaching Calls. Uh, before I used to do them every well, once or twice a month. Now I'm going to be doing them every week. What? Yes. Um, now. It may not be me every week that's doing them because you know I got a lot of things going on. Sometimes I'm traveling, I might be gone, but I'm going to have somebody here doing them. It's If it's not me, it might be one of my successful students already doing deals or it might be Gavin, one of my coaches that I work with, my main coaching business partner. And my goal on this is to answer questions, to answer your questions. I'm not going to be teaching anything necessarily, but I'm going to be answering questions. So I'm starting to change things up a little bit. I'm doing more live calls like this in Zoom, on YouTube and Facebook to my private students to open to everybody, etc. And this, so I have a a webinar series called REI Secrets. And then there I'm just teaching new stuff and only teaching. And then I have the Joe's Inner Circle where I'm going to be answering questions. And so there's a place that if you're a student of mine, you have a place to go in and ask questions in advance. And I'm going to be first answering those questions. And then if you're here on Zoom watching me live, you can type in questions in the chat and I will answer them. And if it's not something that you can type, you can raise your hands and I will unmute you. And we'll answer your questions that way. My my goal is to get this, but keep this within an hour long. Okay, so I'm not going to go very long. It's cool. Are we good? All right. So I'm going to go through these questions that were submitted in advance. If you're one of my students, or you can ask questions in advance. This is from Chandra. Are lease options good for tax levy sales? No. So lease options, Chandra, if you're going to the tax lien sale or the auction to buy tax liens or even online, whatever, you need to have the cash to buy the property or to buy the tax lien. And once you own it, then yeah, you can turn it around and sell it on a lease option, but you can't buy it on a lease option. Does that make sense? Good question. So I would, again, use a lease option strategy to sell the deal after you buy it with cash at the tax lien auction or whatever. Question from Jeff. I'm excited to have enrolled. Awesome. I would just want to know how can I do these deals in the United States as a foreigner? I'm in South Africa and awesome. Hi, South Africa. (laughs) I want to do virtual investing. Would there be any legal impediments? Great question. Let me just say this, Jeff. I have lots of students that have done deals in the United States from outside of the United States. I've done them from in the United States from outside of the United States. I've done deals in about four different countries, the Czech Republic, France, Germany, Ireland. Thank you. (laughs) And is Ireland a country or England or Great Britain or I don't know. But So I've done deals while traveling around in Europe for months at a time with my family. So if I can do it, you can do it. And I have lots of students that are doing it as well. In fact, when I used to do my main webinar, when I would sell my course, I would say, what do these countries have in common? I would flip through about 12 different countries. And I would say that I I have students in all of them that are doing deals in the United States. So yeah, you can definitely do deals in the US. Here's the thing. If you do that, you need to find somebody to partner with here in the United States on these deals. Now, when it comes to like land investing, you can do land investing by yourself in the United States for flipping vacant land. You're going to need to get a bank account that lets you transfer money. Maybe it's a PayPal account. but so every country is different. And depending on the rules of what you can or can't do in the United States from your country kind of depends on, on how to do this. But what I would recommend starting off, and this is what I did. I found a local wholesaler boots on the ground person in whatever country I was investing in. And for, at the time I was doing the deals in um, in one particular time in particular, I was doing deals in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, St. Louis, Missouri, Tampa, St. Pete, Florida, and Las Vegas, Nevada. And so what I did was I had a wholesaler in each of those markets. I would do the marketing. I would pre-screen the leads. I would have my virtual assistants kind of do the, the marketing and the pre-screening and the follow-up and the data, at, you know managing everything in the CRM. We would pre-screen the leads and then give them to the local investor. And that local boots on the ground investor would then... Take that lead, go to the seller's house, inspect the property, meet with the property owner, you know, get it under contract, and then do the work of selling it. And we just had a written agreement that any deal we did together, we would split 50 50. Now, I hear some of you saying, well, how do I know that wholesaler is not going to go around me behind me, behind my back, and do the deal? Well, you don't know. But what I did was I picked the investor wholesaler first, who I knew had integrity, that I trusted, that had a good reputation. And then I picked the market. So I picked that investor first, worked with them because I knew and I I trusted them. Second thing is everything has to be open book in the CRM. So I told them we're going to use at the time I was using Podio. Now I recommend freedomsoftjoe.com. Everything was done inside of the CRM. You have to know and make sure your local boots on the ground wholesaler knows that all of the paperwork, all of the buyer's information, the seller's information, everything has to be kept in your CRM. Now, if they already have a CRM, I would say, Ben, you need to make me full access user of your CRM so I can see what's going on in there. Everything then is open book. So you see when the leads come in, you see when they're working on them, their notes, the paperwork, the closing statements, the documents, the pictures, everything gets kept in that CRM. So it's full transparency and open book, okay? You gotta remember too, you are the investor who's doing all the front end legwork. You're the one investing the money into marketing. You're giving them golden, pre-screen, motivated seller lead, on a golden platter. Like you're the goose that's laying the golden egg. You're the one, you're the rainmaker. The last thing that investor would want to do is ruin their relationship with you and do a deal behind your back. Because if you found out, you would obviously cut off all of relationship with them and you wouldn't be doing any more marketing for them, okay? So they don't have... There's no reason why they would want to stop that, okay? I've had investors... If Once you explain to them what you're doing, like every investor in their right mind would say, yeah, of course, I'd love to work with you on that, right? You're willing to do all of that stuff for me? And so what kind of investors would this work with? You need to find somebody that's already doing deals, number one, but you don't want to be working with somebody that's already doing a ton of deals. If you already have... If you find somebody who's already doing a ton of deals, they already have a, a, spending a bunch of money on marketing, they're already getting a bunch of leads, they don't need you. They might just treat you like a bird dog. You don't, you're not a bird dog. You want to find that wholesaler, that investor who's already doing a couple of deals a month. They want to do more, but they're just overwhelmed with getting all of the leads, pre-screening the leads, doing the marketing. They're overwhelmed with the follow-up. They need somebody to partner with that is good at that stuff. They just want to be in their truck, driving around town, looking at houses and talking to sellers and making offers. That's what they're good at. They're not good at the stuff behind the computer. They're not good at being on the phone. That's what you can bring to the table. Okay, um, the final thing I'll say to this is is when you partner with somebody like this, daily communication is super important. You need to be talking to them every single day. You need to be talking to your virtual assistants every day. You need to be talking to that local boots on the ground every day. You need to find out from them how is this lead going? Or how what can I do to help you? How can I support you more? Do You want me to do more pre-screening with these leads or less, or you know, and you just want to make sure that your virtual assistants that are working with you and helping you. Are also helping this other investor. So you're you're not just passing them onto the leads and talking to them once a month. That does not work. You need to be talking to them every day. Okay. Yeah. Great question. Let me go to the next one from Steve. Oh, good question here. My buyer went dark and I'm running out of time on the contract. I would like to partner with you or one of your students. The address is, and he gives me it here on a property in Concordia. I think I already looked at this. Here's the address. I'm just going to pull up the address real quick. And this was submitted nine days ago. So I'm not sure where we are at with this, but I thought I already looked at this deal. No, maybe not. All right. Hold on a second here. I'm pulling it up. This is in Concordia, Missouri. It's got a nice house. Concordia, Missouri. Where is that you ask? I don't know. It's in between Kansas City and Columbia, Missouri. It's a great little small town. Oh yeah. Right off of interstate 70. So the question here is my buyer went dark and I'm running out of time. First of all, if your buyer's running dark, it's, it might not be a good deal. Usually, a buyer will back out if the numbers aren't good. So you need to go back to the seller and try to, number one, renegotiate a better price, and number two, negotiate more time. So the purchase price was... So your, is your purchase price or their purchase price $51,800? So it sounds to me like you're buying it for fifty dollars The repairs are $25,000. The ARV is $115,000. And so you have... Made, so. Yeah. By the time I'm seeing this, the closing was yesterday. So Steve, are you on this call? Number one. So this is already passed. I'm not sure what's happened, but I'll just tell you what... Uh, and, and by the way, this was posted in the Facebook group too. So I'm hoping that somebody already responded to this. So let, let me just look at a quick calculator here. You're buying it for fifty one eight hundred, and it needs twenty five grand in repairs. And what's your wholesale fee? Uh, you're probably going to be making at least $7,500 on this. So you're going to be... You're trying to... Yeah. So then divide that by... So you're at 73%. What I'm trying to say is after repairs, you're selling this deal for about 73%, 75% on the dollar. So is the ARV really 115,000? I don't know. I know Zillow is not the final authority on this, but let's look in propstreamjoe.com and let's look at Zillow. Because this goes to a bigger question too. What if my buyers do back out? What do I do? So I'll share my screen with you guys here. How about that? So you can see what I'm looking at. uh oh, here we go. Looking at the wrong model monitor. Oh, come on. Sorry, guys. Hold on. All right. You see my screen here? This is the address of the property. Why isn't there data on there? This is a property on Zillow. Looks like a bad picture. Oh, it shows this pending. Well, here's the street view. Street view looks a lot better. (laughs) <laughs> that's a cute little house, right? Uh, a little worried about this. It's right across the street. Maybe that's okay for Concordia. It's a small little town, maybe a thousand people. It's a nice, cute little house, right? Now, for some reason, it's not showing up in PropStream. It might have to do with the address. There you go. So it's not Terrace, it's Street. Yeah. Okay, let's look it up in PropStream here. It's owned by Carrington Mortgage Services. I wonder if it's a foreclosure based out of California, Anaheim, California. They've owned it for a year it's a two bed, one bath, nine hundred square feet, tiny little house. Their estimated value is one hundred five. Zillow estimated value is none. Sometimes in these smaller towns, it's harder to get comps. But here's here's what I recommend. So you're buying. Okay, it sounds to me like it was pending for fifty eight grand. You had it under contract for fifty eight, or maybe less. If you were trying to sell it for sixty five they're going to be wondering why would i want to buy it for 65 when it's on zillow for 58. so i'm not sure what you were buying it for. but let me just answer the question. what happens when you run out of time? well, First of all, you need to make sure when before you get a deal under contract, you're getting a really good price. So when you do start marketing it, you're gonna get at least five or six buyers interested in it. So if if one of them flakes out, you have four more to go to, okay? So you wanna make sure you got a sweet deal. If you ever had to go back to the seller and renegotiate, I always recommend blaming it on the numbers. And there's usually four, three or four things that you can blame it on. And think of the three R's. The resale value, it's just not as high as resale value as I thought. Repairs, the repairs are more than I thought. Or the rents. Resale repairs, rent. You can say, listen, we thought it would rent for more than what it actually could rent for. We need to either cancel the contract or renegotiate a lower price. The other thing I'll say to this is, um, yeah, this property needs a lot of work. It's probably a full gut rehab, maybe from day one, as soon as you get this property under contract and properties like this, you need to call every realtor, every investor, every landlord in that area and see if they would be interested in this house. And if you got it under contract, let's say it was listed for 58. You got it under contract for 40. You're going to try to resell it for $47,500. First thing I would do is I would go into Zillow and I would look for all of the properties listed for rent. And I'm going to do houses, condos, townhomes, apartments, even though it's Concordia. There's going to be properties for rent there. I'm going to remove boundary. Maybe, maybe not. So there's nothing in Concordia for rent. All right, so what else could you do? Let's look at for sale. Let's look at all the for sale homes. There's only four properties there. Well, this looks like a property that needs work and they're selling it for 40. So which also leads me to wonder like, all right, so if you're trying to sell your house for 68, let's say, why would they want to buy yours when they can buy this one for 40? And that looks like a nice house, right? So let me say one other thing here. What, what, what county is Concordia? Lafayette County, okay? What I would do also is go into um, Lafayette County, Missouri. I pull up all the absentee owners who have single family house. Look at that. There's 4,500 absentee owners in that county. And I would say maybe who have bought in the last year, there's 160, all right? So I would download all 160 of those investors who have bought in the last year and I would skip trace them and call them. I would send them a desperate motivated letter. Hey, I'm desperate. I need to sell my house. And by the way, you could also go in here to Concord If you just wanted, Look up only the ones in Concordia. You could draw a diagram, click search, and I would say years of ownership. I might remove that. All right. So there are 410 absentee owners that own single family homes in that area right there. I would send them all, as soon as you get it under contract, okay? I would send them a handwritten yellow letter saying, Hey, uh, hi, my name is Joe. I have a property that I'm, uh, let's say this listen, I'm desperate. I need to sell my property at 302 Southwest Seventh Terrace in Concordia. Now, this is, I'm desperate. I've been, I've had this property listed for some time now, and I can't wait any longer. I've got to get this thing sold today. And I would send that yellow letter to all of those investors in that area saying, I need to sell my house ASAP. All right. The other thing I would do is um, if you could get the information here, sometimes it's harder on Zillow, but look up all of the homes that have recently sold in the area, sold in, let's just say, in the last 12 months in Concordia. And there's not a lot of them, but they're there in Zillow. And sometimes you can go through here and uh, look for the ones that might have needed updating. Like this is a house that only an investor would buy, right? On South Main Street. And if you scroll down, sometimes, not all the Time you can find. Yeah, here's a listing agent, Patty Schnackenberg. All right. I would call Patty up. This looks like an investment property because it's a little two-bedroom, 960 for a square foot. I'd say, Patty, hi, my name is Joe. I have another property in the area that I'm trying to sell. And I'm wondering if that client who bought that property that you just sold on Main Street, would they are they are they looking for any more? Okay. All right. Yeah. Somebody said here, PJ, he said, Hey, didn't he say he bought it for $51,800? Yeah. Maybe that I think he did say that. Hang on, let me check. My uh memory just yeah, he bought it for 51800 It's showing as pending on the MLS for 50, for, on Zillow for 58. So my guess is it's already been for sale for 58. They haven't been able to sell it. He got it under contract For fifty one thousand, he's probably trying to sell it for the same price that it was sold before. So if it wouldn't sell before for fifty eight, what makes you think you can sell it for fifty eight or even fifty seven or fifty five? So typically, when you see a house like that that's currently on the market for fifty eight thousand dollars, you need to be selling it for like at least twenty percent less. You need to be selling it for forty five thousand, let's just say, which means you need to buy it for thirty five thousand. So I have a feeling this fell through because it just was not a good enough deal. Um, Either number one, it was not a good enough deal. Or number two, you need to go out there and find some better buyers. Does that make sense? Well, I just went through kind of a long roundabout way to answer that question, Steve. But if you can't find buyers for it, either it's overpriced or you haven't done enough marketing. So as soon as the day of, the day you get a contract signed, don't waste any time. Call every landlord, send a letter to every absentee owner, call every realtor in that neighborhood, in that market and find out, is it a good deal or not? Don't waste any time. Call them right away. Okay. And you'll find out and you got to stay in control of that deal. All right. Don't let uh, tail wag the dog. Chances are, it's just not a good price. All right. Luis, great question. What training is there inside of FreedomSoft that I can send to my VAs? Great question. Well, the question was actually about REI Simple, but I want to show you guys the coolest thing about FreedomSoft here and why I think it's so important for you to get it for your, um, for your team, for you, for your VAs. So here's FreedomSoft, okay? REI Simple, same thing, except FreedomSoft has the mobile version app. Uh, right here, you go to Need Help. No, actually, go to Resources, go to Help Center. When you get a VA, have them watch all these videos. Simple as that, right? Have them watch the getting started videos, the phone system videos, the lead generation, lead management, automation, follow-up, rehab estimates. Have them watch all of this. Also, right here, if you go to live onboarding, they do live onboarding calls, sometimes twice a day, every day of the week. So if you're a new investor, you're wanting to close your first deal, you can join their onboarding calls here every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, if you're an experienced investor and you want to do more deals, you can join calls Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Okay. Those are live onboarding calls where your VAs can get on. They can answer, ask, and answer, get, ask, ask any question they want on FreedomSoft. Okay. But have them go through these videos right here, getting started. You know, watch the FreedomSoft guide here. Okay. Go back here to phone system. Here's the thing that explains all of the phones. So here's the thing. When you hire a VA guys, you do not want to be the freedom soft expert. No matter what CRM you're using, ARIA Blackbook, you don't want them to be the CRM expert. You don't want to be the expert. You want the VAs to be the expert. Does that make sense? I'm I hope I understood you can understand that. Okay, so have them just watch these videos. That would be number one. Have them join those live onboarding calls. Make your VA responsible for learning how to use FreedomSoft. So if you have a question, you go to the VA. The VA helps you do it. If you want to add a letter to FreedomSoft, give it to your VA. Your VA does it. You want to create a new website in FreedomSoft, have your VA do it. By the way, we have new websites in FreedomSoft now. Did you know this? If you go right here to websites, click add website. We have cash buyer, company website, land buyer, land seller, mobile home seller, motivated seller, note buyer, rent to own. Yay! How's that? Those are brand new. You're in REI Simple land, and Freedom Soft, okay? So you get some websites but you don't know how to do websites, you say. Okay, that's all right. There's a, you have your VA, go here to resources, help desk, go to, I think it's account setup. No, you know what? I don't know where it is. So go right here to the search, do a search for website, website tutorial one, website tutorial two. So have your VA watch website tutorial one. Now, if you you can also do what I did, I went to Fiverr. Is that right? Or Upwork. I went to Upwork and I created a little video saying, Hey, I need somebody to build a website for me. And so I have a carrot website, rent to own This is my investor carrot website, rent to own I went to Upwork, upwork upwork.com. I posted a job and I said, I want somebody to build me a website that looks like this inside of my FreedomSoft account. Okay. And I said, this is where you go to learn how to use FreedomSoft. Go here to resources, go here to that type in website and watch these tutorial videos here. That's it. Okay. Then somebody built that website for me. Okay. Tom, sorry for the confusion. REI Simple, FreedomSoft, same thing, just different colors. Okay. I'm working on just a month ago or so. I We're still supporting REI Simple, but now I'm just calling it FreedomSoft. Does that make sense? So get one or the other. Doesn't matter. I would suggest if you've not signed up yet, get Freedom freedomsoft we're going to be switching them all over real soon but uh freedomsoft joe.com you get the app i mean you get the mobile app so sorry for the confusion everybody i know i'm trying to get it f- fixed but um rei simple used to be my white label version it was freedom soft. it just said rei simple powered by freedom soft now i'm just sending everybody straight to freedom soft because then you, you just get you get the mobile app that's the only thing so if when you're ready to sign up guys just go to freedomsoftjoe.com. I know it's confusing and I apologize. Okay. So yeah, I've got a VA. I just told them this. I want the website to look like this. I want to use FreedomSoft and watch these tutorial videos on how to do it. And they did it. Simple as that. All right. Next question from Luis. What's the difference between between FreedomSoft Plus and FreedomSoft Max? Or, Or what's... Yeah, there's... The confusion about that too. In RES Simple, there's a 97 and 197 version. Okay. FreedomSoft is doing away with the $97 version for the simple reason is there's just not enough features in there to make it useful. It's good, but not good enough. The 197 a month level, you get six users, you get six websites, you get to access to the lead finder, which lets you download leads. You can access the skip tracing. You can access all the extra workflows and automations and all of that. The digital senior. So like if you were to go out and buy an email autoresponder, digital senior, signatures with DocuSign, um, your lists, your websites and all that, you'd be spending double, triple the 197. So that's what they're going to right now. Right. So I I would encourage you guys to Yosef says here, I love the CRM. Nice. I would encourage you just to go straight to the 197 a month level. Okay. It's, it's, you know, I know it's not cheap, but you need it now. Again, I could teach in my course, you don't even need a computer to do deals. You can do deals with pen and paper, okay? That's what I've done. that's what I did when I was first starting, just did pen and paper. And I did deals from there. When are we going to get a link or access to SLO2? Um, So some of you that don't know, I had Simple Lease Options. Now it's called Legacy. I've updated it. Now it's called Simple Lease Options slash Automated Investing Secrets. It's my new flagship program. All of you, if you're on this call right now on Zoom watching this, You get access for free to my brand new upgraded course called Simple Lease Options automated investing secrets. So I have the simple lease options legacy and the new course, it was called automated investing secrets. Now I'm just calling it simple lease options, like 2.0 automated investing secrets is like the tagline. Does that make sense? So you guys, if you, if you you wonder like, where is it? Send an email to support at joemacall.com. They will help you figure it out. Now, what, the reason why we're doing all this is all of my membership sites were on like 20 different places. I had a membership website URL for simple lease options, another one for creative financing lab and all of that stuff. Right. We've brought, Everything into one platform called Kajabi. And now it, all of my courses are in Kajabi. So you just need one username and password, one site, and you go there. And if you have access to my stuff, you'll see all of my courses in there. So it's now all much nicer, cleaner in Kajabi. And we're slowly rolling this out for everybody to get. If you don't have it yet, just send an email to support at joemacall.com. Tell them who you are. Uh, make sure you give them the email address that you bought the stuff in, and they will. They'll hook you all up. Cool. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Steve says it's nice. I just appreciate you guys bearing with us too, as I'm kind of like transitioning. I've, I'm simplifying, this is what I'm doing. So I'm simplifying things by just instead of... People were confused with REI Simple, FreedomSoft, what's the difference? So now it's just, I'm not talking about REI Simple anymore. I'm just calling it FreedomSoft Joe. Okay. It's like the Joe McCall signature edition. And then I'm, I'm not having 20 different membership sites. You go in to get all my courses. It's just one membership site where you get everything in there. So I appreciate all the plus uh, stuff. Rob is asking, if I just signed up and I'm starting out, which one should I use? Rob, like, what do you mean? Which one should you use? Use FreedomSoft, freedomsoftjoe.com, and make sure you're going through the new SimpleEast option program. And I know all of you all are in different places and I'm hopefully I'm not confusing you. Please send an email to support at joemccall.com and say, Hey, can you help me figure this out? Jerry, I don't know what you bought. So send an email to support at joemccall.com and ask them and and they'll help you out. You might've bought something different. I don't know. Another question from Luis. Luis is asking, do you have the A to B contracts and the B to C contracts set up in FreedomSoft? Yes, but maybe not. <laughs> I'm not sure which contracts you're talking about, Luis. But here's the cool thing, and I'll share my screen again. No matter what contracts I have or which ones you want to use, they're really easy to add in yourself, okay? So I'm going to go here to FreedomSoft. If you go to your name and you go to settings, and let me just show you, giving you an example of what I'm talking about here. I'm going to go to the Google Drive folder. You guys have access to the resources folder. Here it is. And let's say a right here, module six. All right, and you want to use this contract contract, let's say. Okay. I'm going to download it. Actually, that's weird. All right. Yeah. So let's say you want to use this contract. I'm going to download it to my computer. So if I open it up on my computer, here it is. It's a PDF. It's a seven page PDF. Okay. And I walk through how to use this contract in the course. You want to use it in Freedom songs Okay. So all you do here is you're going to go to your name, go to settings and go to templates. Now you're going to click on this blue button right here, new document package. Click that. You're going to give this a name, demo. I'm just going to call it demo lease option contract. And then you're going to go choose that file that I just downloaded, create document template. And there, just like that, it's generating the contract and it's going to put it in here. Okay. It's going to take a minute because it's, Processing it at seven pages here. Let me just close some of my other tabs real quick. So it'll be ready shortly. And then when it's done, I'll show you how to use it. It's super simple. And and by the way, let me just say that while it's opening up, how do you find the training on how to do documents? Like that does, how do I do documents? Oops, you're going to go to here to resources, help desk. Okay. And you're just going to do a search for documents, document templates right there, document templates. Okay. And this page right here, and I'll put this link in the Zoom chat right there. It's in the Zoom chat. You can see. This gives you step by step how to do exactly what I'm doing now. You go to settings, you go to templates, you click on that little blue plus button, you upload it in, and now you can start merging your fields. Oh, so it's three pages of the seven that are processed. It's taking it. So this is will show you then how to you know do merge fields into that contract. All right. So we're getting some questions here. I know this is confusing, guys but I'm just going to repeat myself again because I'm getting a lot of questions here. Which version of simple Lease options should I use? If you have access to the new one, use the new one. If you have access to the old one, use the old one. Okay. They're both really, really good. You're going to have access to both. Again, they're both really good. So, but if, if you have access to the new one, then, then go through that. Makes sense. And if you have questions, please, please, please don't hesitate to send an email to support at And you can also, let me just give you a phone number. You can text. And my team is really good at answering text messages. Yes, you ready? Here it is. You can text 636-249-1510. Okay. I'm going to give that to you right here. I put it in the Zoom chat. You can text support to get even a fast a response at 636-249-1510. 636-249-1510. And give them the email address that you bought so they can look you up quickly and easily, right? And tell them, hey, Joe uh, Joe t- talked about this, whatever, and he confused me and he didn't do a good job explaining it. Can you help me out? And what should I do? <laughs> okay. Or how can I get this or that? Please text them. They'll help you. 636-249-1510 or email support at McCall.com You guys with me? All right. Good. All right. So here is the template's done. Okay, nice. And you can see it's seven pages right here. Now you can start inserting your merge fields here your variables so this first one is this contract is made on date so i'm going to click on that i'm going to go on your variables and i'm going to click on current date and it puts the current date right there between the seller you click on here that's going to be the seller's name right primary cut con- you could do owner of record okay that puts in the owner's name right there let's go ahead and just stop it right there okay let me do one more thing i'm going to do a new one where i'm going to do the address now i already i can do the address right here property address, but I'm just going to do a contact variable. It's called, no, no, I'm going to do a insert custom. I'm going to call this address. Okay. I'm going to save changes. There it is. It's called demo LO contract right there. Okay. And I'm going to go into one of my recent leads. I was just messing around with this one. This is Dave Mooney. All right. And he's got this property on Becky Thatcher Drive. I want to generate, I want to send him a contract. I'm going to click on the three dots, click generate document. I'm going to click that document right here. I'm going to click on next step. And it asks me now, I see right here the custom variables. This is, I can type that in. One, two, three, Main Street, Fresno, California, blah, blah, blah. All right and click next step and it, push, it puts the information in right there. And you can see it put in the address right there, brought in the date, brought in the seller's name right there. But you know what? I can still add things on here, right? So I can just click on here and I can type things in. This option to purchase period commences on 06 May 2021 and terminates on 31 May 2024. And you can move these around, et cetera. Cool. And you can do that for all of the pages and you click complete. Now your contract is right there attached to that record. And then as soon as it's done generating, you can email it to the seller. You can do a digital signature, um, what, whatnot. All right. Makes sense. Good. Okay. Rick is asking, are all of the contracts in freedom Soft? Um, yes and no. We're in the process of adding more in, but, um, you know, let's do this. <sighs> Yeah. So my VA is working on it right now. If there is a contract that is not in FreedomSoft that you want in FreedomSoft, send an email to support a Joe McCall and at, tell them Joe said to ask him to put in this contract into FreedomSoft, send it to them. And then I'll make sure my VA adds it in for you. But otherwise just do what I told, what I just showed you and you can add it in yourself. Barry, good question. I'm new and I really need the basics, like the theory on lease options. What's the best way to, where, where do I use lease options, different situations, et cetera. Good, great question, Barry. And I covered all of that in the... The first module of the simple lease options class, either the, the old one or the new one. I cover in there the basics, the fundamentals. I go through example deals of what this is and what that is an example deal and simple. So watch those introductory videos. Okay. And I answer that question in there. And if you have a specific question, Barry, you know, just ask it right here in the chat and I will answer it. Back to the previously submitted questions, Rod. I have an 89 year old man wanting out of the rental business. He's recently backed out of a one to three year lease option with me for two properties. So, Side by side, he also owns about five other properties in the area and other properties in Washington where he and his wife reside as absentee owners. Because of their age, he wants to cash out on all of his properties. I can understand. Is it a strict rule that I have a property under contract before you will partner with me? Or would you help? Would you consider helping me to convince him to sell to us? Thanks so much for the awesome program. It's a godsend. Great question, Rod. Here's the problem. Um, yes, it has to be under contract for me to partner with you. Otherwise, I would not get anything done. I would have so many people sending me leads. I, I couldn't, I can't do it. I can't handle that. Um, so I will partner with you on it once you have it under contract. But I teach you everything you need to know to get it under contract in my course. Okay. So it's all under there. It's all under con- I mean, it's all in the course. You can learn how to do these deals I, with my contracts in the program. I just can't. Does that make sense? Okay. Greta. How you doing Greta? So if I find a renter who intends to buy the property, but signs a year, signs a lease to just rent, then later asks, I don't understand this question. Sorry, Greta. I'll just read it out loud. So I find a renter who intends to buy the property, but signs a lease to just rent, then later asks if they can buy the property to do a little cosmetic work while living in it. Just, to flip it for a fat profit Greg, i'm sorry i don't understand that question question from gary ah so what do you use say to a seller, if they're okay with a lease purchase, but not a lease option, they're afraid that if the market goes down, they'll be stuck trying to sell it again if the tenant buyer does not decide to buy. Okay. Great question, Gary. What's the difference between a lease option and a lease purchase? An option, it just says, I have the option to buy the house. I don't have to. A lease purchase says you have to buy it. However, do you really have to buy it? Let's say you had a lease purchase on a property. Okay. So you had a contract to buy it in three years. What if the market tanks? Well, you kind of don't have to buy it. What's Well, they can't force you to buy it. So I mean, the worst, worst, worst case they could sue you for non-performance. The chances of that happening are not that great. And plus, let's say that you have a, you have a contract to buy it for 200,000. In five years, it's worth 150,000. You can buy it if you want, I guess, but I wouldn't right? So sometimes I use lease purchase language when I'm talking to the realtor or the seller, but in my contract, I give them a lease option. If it is an objection, I try, I want to figure out why it's an objection to them, right? So I might want to find that out. And you could also say to them, listen, are you worried that the value is going to go up? And so, but what if the value goes down? If you're worried about the tenant backing out in the future, I would just pull away and I'd say, well, you know what? It sounds to me like maybe this is not going to be a good idea. Maybe a lease option is not a good thing for you. And that's totally fine. Maybe you should just sell it on the MLS, or you should just rent it and be the landlord. And I would put it back on them, right? So the chances are they may not be motivated yet. Okay. So I would say I I'd would pull back. I'd take my offer away. So it sounds like a lease option or lease purchase is not a good fit for you. And that's fine. Why don't you just list it on the MLS? I can give you a good realtor recommendation or referral, or you can just manage it. Do it be a rent, make it a rental. I can refer to you so some uh, property managers. So I would again, try to dig deeper, ask more questions like why I try to find out why. Yeah. If they're concerned about not being able to sell it in a year, then I would say sell it now. Brandon, in the three-year, I'm sorry, in the three-option letter of intent, the FAQ states. Who pays for the repairs and maintenance? But it doesn't state who pays for the taxes. Who pays for taxes during a lease option? And how is that factored, factored into the offer? Good question, Brandon. So the taxes are paid, usually if there's a mortgage on it, it's paid through escrow. So whoever is making the mortgage payment, the bank is collecting that extra money for escrow and is paying the taxes every year. Simple as that. So you may be paying the mortgage payment, but you know that it, the, the, there's extra money in there being escrowed every month for the property taxes. So who is paying it? Whoever's paying the mortgage payment. If it's a seller or if it's you, yeah, I, don't, I hope that answers your question. Don't complicate that and overthink it. This is from Joy. An investor is asking for, for sale by owner. That's a four-bedroom or four-bed or two-bath or four-bed, three-bath in zip code. 62256, stating that he'll buy the property as is. So I came across a Zillow for sale by owner in that zip code that fits his request. I messaged him to ask him what he was willing to pay. And he said he would pay between 350 and $450,000. I just left a message for the owner as they requested on Zillow. The house is at address in Jacksonville. They're asking 400,000. I live 90 minutes away and I want to get the property under contract. I'm not sure if I just tell the investor before the property is taken, since it'll probably be sold quickly before I can get there tomorrow morning, I have a nine to five job. Wouldn't it be awkward for me to wholesale my contract to this investor when he or she can clearly see that my price for 10 is 10K more than what the seller is asking for on Zillow? Why would he want to buy it from me when he can go directly to the owner? Good question. Okay. So joy, if the seller is selling it for 399, nine, they're selling it for $400,000. You're not going to be able to sell it for 410 to somebody else. First of all, that investor is going to pull up the property, look it up online, is going to see that it's on Zillow. They're going to see that it's listed for, for for 10 grand less than what you're selling it for. You can't do that. It's not going to work. And an investor is only going to buy a property at a discount. Even if it's like 10, 20%, they need to have a discount. So if you're going to do regular wholesaling, right? Where you're getting it at a discount like that, that house, they're asking three ninety dollars for it right now. They're asking four hundred. dollars You need to be able to turn around and sell that to that investor for three eighty. dollars So that means you need to make an offer for three seventy. dollars That's how it works you need to make an offer. You remember the typical Mayo formula for cash. ARV times 70% minus repairs, minus your fee. Maybe it's 80%. ARV, which sounds like it's maybe 400 times 80%. So if I look at a calculator real quick, let's say the ARV is 400 times 0.8 minus repairs. Let's say it only needs carpet and paint, fit 10 grand, minus your wholesale fee of 10 grand. So you would offer $300,000 to this homeowner and you would sell that deal for 310, 320 to the investor. That investor, when they look it up, they're going to see, oh, smokes. Yeah, this is an awesome deal. I get to buy it for 320. It's currently listed for 400. That makes sense. It's either cash or terms. So what you could do is you could sell that deal for 400 or 410 if it's on terms. If you get that property under contract with principal only payments or take over the existing mortgage, you can sell that contract to an investor, even though it's at the same price or higher because you're selling it with terms. So you could sell these deals either at a low price, high terms, or low terms, High price. Does that, that, that make sense? All right. Just a few more questions here. We got to wrap this up, David. I don't understand this, David. Dave, I don't understand. I'm sorry. Here, you got a lead. Realtor from Florida called, but you say the deal's already dead. You estimate the ARV is 144. Zillow says 164. I offered a verbal over the phone for 75. So I don't understand the question, David. I'm sorry. If if they accepted your offer over the phone for 75 and it's worth 145, send them a contract. In FreedomSoft, you can do a digital signature and have them sign it. If it's a smoking out deal like that sounds like it is i would send a mobile notary have hire a mobile notary to go to wherever that seller lives and have them sign your contract not that the contract has to be notarized it's just a way for you to um get it signed makes sense pj's got a question here Uh, do you have a place to go to get real estate financing i'm in australia based in the uk my partner's in the u.s no my partner is a u.s citizen currently in europe we're trying to buy in the u.s but our llc is brand new How do you recommend we get financing? We want to do a combination of regular purchases, lease options, and subject to. At the moment, we're getting beaten by cash buyers. Okay, these are, boy, questions are, you guys are giving me really good questions and I don't understand them. Um, Your question here also is, well, first of all, let me say this. If you want investor financing, most good good, um, lenders will lend on the deal, not on your credit score, okay? But every lender has different requirements on what they're going to do. Now, I have a website you can go to. I believe it's... Hold on a second, guys. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys in the Zoom chat here a link that used to work. It's not working now, but should be working soon. It's called LendingForDeals.com. And that's going to redirect, hopefully, to a company that I've partnered with now that lends on deals. LendingForDeals.com. It's not working right now. Hold on one second, guys this is an important call. Hold on one second here. All right. Sorry about that. Um, I have a three o'clock phone call and I got to hurry up and get off so I can help him with that. Yeah. So there's also another place if you go to um, Connected Investors, um, PIX, I believe. Is that it? PIX? No? No, that's not it. Connected Investors. They have a website where you can get CIX. Yes. Okay, cool. Connected Investors has a private lending program. I'm going to put the link right here in the chat. Um, Connected Investors where you can get private money. Let me just share my screen right here. For your deals. Okay. So the link is in the zoom chat or just Google connected investors, private money. Okay. A couple more questions here. Oh, but by the way, PJ it doesn't sound like I'm answering all of your questions. You got about six of them in here and I don't understand kind of what they are. These are good questions. Uh, let's do this. PJ, um, can you please put them in the Facebook group? Okay. Thanks, PJ. Sorry, I, I I just don't understand them. And and do this, PJ, please. One question per post. So don't list six questions in one post. Like do one question per post, okay? And I will, uh, I'll look at it later today. All right, let me go through. I think I have one more question that was asked in advance. Good question here. Uh, hold on one second, guys. The question from La, La Teresa. That's a cool name, La Teresa. I'm going through your marketing for leads on Zillow and I've scrolled through my whole state of Virginia and I only found three for sale by owners and two rentals. What did I do? What am I doing wrong? All right, so let's look at Zillow here because this is a common problem. I want to make sure you guys all understand what I'm talking about here. So let me share my screen again. All right, so let's look at the rentals in Virginia. There's 3,500 rentals in Virginia. So you probably had some kind of... Of you had too many restrictions. All right. So normally, what I say is, if you looking, you want to make sure you're only doing lease options on nicer homes, right? So let's say you only you only want rentals priced between a thousand to three thousand a month, and you only want three plus bedrooms, and you only want houses, All right. So there's four hundred and sixty three. So I'm not sure you're doing something wrong with the filtering up here. But you also have it like, well, what about for sale by owners? Let's look at that for sale by owner you click by owner we only want houses you know we don't want nicer homes priced between like 100 to 700000 let's just say and there's zero well no there's zero agent listings click right here other listings there's 384 FISBOs. so whatever it is if you're not getting enough results on zillow your filters are probably too tight don't do like price between 100 to 200000 or 125 to 325 don't do that just make it as big as possible maybe you're not getting enough do 2 plus bedrooms okay and if you're searching in too small of an area, then you need to zoom out. So one week, go after the whole state. The next week, go after West Virginia. There's 150 there. The next week, go after Maryland. There's 120 there the next week. Go after, come on now, go after Pennsylvania. There's 621 there. Delaware, what's below you? North Carolina. So it's like go Virginia one month and then this state, then this one week, I mean, this these two states the next week, this state the next week, these two states the next week, and just rotate through them. And if you want to you know, scrape, the biggest, best resource I'm talking about for that in the course is scraping solutions. If you go to jomacall.com slash scrape, joemacall.com slash scrape, you'll see in there how to do that. And so from, from here, you can scrape 10, 15,000 records for 99 bucks. Okay. Yes. Jerry is asking a question here. How do you mention transactional funding at no costs earlier? How do we take advantage of that? I, I've, Partnered with a friend, uh, Cameron Dunlap, who's got a program called Family Bank Funding. And it's $97 and you get unlimited proof of funds for a year or six months. And you get uh, no fee transactional lending on one deal for just $97 through his program. And I'd have to send you a link. Give me just one second here and I'll send you that link. I highly recommend these guys. They're amazing. Hold on one second here. Okay. So here's the link. Family Bank Funding, $97, proof of funds and... No fee transactional lending. Do you guys see that link in the Zoom chat? Okay, did I get through all the questions? I'm pretty 90% sure I did. Yes, I did. I got through all the questions that were asked in advance in the future. Okay, yeah, Jerry, you got it. All right, listen to this. Um, I got to go. I'm already past an hour. If I did not answer your question, I apologize. Please put it in the Facebook group. Put it in the Facebook group. My guy just mentioned to me that the, the link lendingfordeals.com is working now. Lendingfordeals.com. I've partnered with Kogo Capital. So that should be working, but the page isn't set up exactly right yet, but you should get... To some information from there. LendingforDeals.com. All right. I got to go. Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks again. Listen, um, if I did not answer your question, please send submit the question in the private Facebook group. It's Simple Lease Options Premium. And that name may be changing soon to something like Joe's Inner Circle. So just be aware of that. Appreciate you guys very much. Thank you. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye.